On today's Question of Faith, what are you doing for Holy Week? Hey everybody, I am Mike Hayes. This is Question of Faith, and I'm the Director of Young Adult Ministry in the Diocese of Cleveland. And I'm Father Damien Ferentz, the Vicar for Evangelization. Just the two of us. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, hey, how's, before we get into how, what we're we doing for Holy Week, what, what's the end of Lent like for you? How's, how's it been going? It's been going really well. Um, I still haven't had any alcohol, which is great. And I haven't had any dark chocolate, which mm, is great. There you go. I, I've been sleeping pretty well. Nice. And, uh... Yeah, it's been a good Lent thus far. Yeah, same here. I, I, I have officially kicked diet soda out of my life. I, oh, what I, do you I have here? Iced tea? I see. Yeah, okay. just a little iced tea today. That, and, that, and that's rare. Mm. Um, I've really kind of gotten into my little bougie LaCroix water, and I've been, mm. I've been drinking that. And um, that is, you know, I don't even, I don't miss it at all, which is good. So I think I'm not going to go back this time. I, I, I kicked this once before and went back to it. Mm. So now, now I'm, I'm determined not to I go see. back. I really don't need it. The other thing that I, I did for Lent, uh, besides, we'll get to the elevator in a second. Um, but I went to confession twice, every 15 days. You know, oh, Pope, wow. I think I think you had pointed me in, in the direction the Pope, Pope had. Pope Francis yeah. does that every two weeks, yeah. Yeah, he had a, an article that he, that he goes every 15 days. And I said, hmm. Let me try that. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, what I found is, you know, you go the first time and you say the sins for, let's mm-hmm. say you didn't go for it. For in my case, it was two months, mm-hmm. right? And so um, the, the, length, the length of my sins I thought were rather lengthy at that mm-hmm. time for two months. You would think it would have gotten shorter. No. I, I, I discovered, like, more things that I do that don't really take a lot of time to do. You know, mm-hmm. like most of my sins are 10 or 15 seconds at the most, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I found that I had more to do, but I also found that the grace of the sacrament and going more frequently mm-hmm. led me to avoid some of those things. Mm-hmm. So it was good. So it's been a good sort of interior Lent. Yeah, the closer you get to the light, the more the light exposes your sins. So that's, yeah, yeah that's it's right. a good thing. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, here's a little elevator update. They did they did open the stairwell here, and mm-hmm. I have I have on occasion gone up and down the stairs. I've never made it all the way up to from floor one to floor five mm-hmm. yet. Um, but I went to my doctor. I had a checkup. Uh oh. Um, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't have diabetes. You know, all the things that run my family, I'm not. I'm not getting. So that's good. Um, my weight's a little up, and so he he made a recommendation. And and listeners, if any of you do this and and have some recommendations for me, it would be great. He recommended working out using virtual reality because oh. he does it himself. Hmm. And so I'm considering doing this. I think this is a really good idea, and I think it would help me move around a lot more. Um, and do it without distractions. Like I find myself like on treadmills and bikes and things like that, that, that I do have, but I find myself distracted very easily when I'm doing it. It's like kind of boring. So I yeah. think this might help me focus a little more. Yeah. I knock out tons of emails when I'm on the treadmill and, uh, whether that's good or not, I don't know. But <laughs> when I'm working out like with weights, which mm-hmm. I do three times a week, at least yeah. that's when I, I, I'm, I'm away from the phone. I mean, I'm listening to music often, but the, the other thing is the older you get, oh, yeah. the more you have to do not just cardio. You actually have to do like weight training yeah, or at least your body training. weight so that you can keep your muscle mass. And the more, the more you, 
you exercise in terms of weight training and, and, and muscle mass business, your body burns calories all day. When you're done working out with cardio, your body slowly or quickly gets back to right. whatever it's doing. But when you lift, your body's burning calories all day. So that's a pretty important part of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's going to be good. That's I, cool. Yeah, I'm looking into it. So and as you mentioned, the um, the diet soda, you also mentioned like the buble or your bougie water. Mm. Um during Lent, I drink mocktails. Oh, so if I'm out with my friends and they're having a cocktail, I like the big ice cube and pour some soda water over it or ginger ale or, um, yeah, a, a buble or a LaCroix. And I feel like I'm having a drink. I'm not – but I'm not having a drink. And it's yeah. it's, it's good. My, my friend Phyllis used to have a fotini, she would say. It oh. was like a martini without any vodka in it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's something, you know, to be part of the community when people are having a drink, have, have something, even if it's not a real drink. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been good. I it's good for good me. For, good for us. Yeah. Good job, one. Hopefully, you've had as good of a Lent as we as we mm-hmm. have had this year. Although uh, the devil's still got you know a oh, yeah. couple of weeks of temptation to go here, so beware. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't give up too soon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and so you know, we're heading to Lent. We're going to kick off Lent with a uh, pre Holy Week pilgrimage in Lakewood. I cannot uh, wait. Yeah, you're you're all pumped about it. You know, it's great. Well, let's not see. that I'm not, but you but you're particularly pumped. Well, about let's it. see. So Saturday, the chance of rain is 60%. Oh, of course it is. But remember <laughs> last year, we it rained and it snowed, and we went on a seven-mile pilgrimage, yeah. and there were 80 people there. So part of this is it's a challenge. It's supposed to be hard. It's not supposed to be a walk in the park. It's supposed to be a six-mile pilgrimage. So, you know. Yeah, that's good. But we start out 930 mm-hmm. at St. Luke's. Correct. And then we'll pray there, and then we'll walk down to Cyril Methodius or the uh, Transfiguration Cyril Methodius Church, Transfiguration Parish on Madison, and then we'll head up to uh, St. Clement's, and then over to St. James, and then back to St. Luke's. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll have a little lunch at St. Luke's at the end of it. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Our buddy Max Hall is busy, busy preparing lunch for us. Good. Good. So it'll be fun. Yeah. And and Max and I walked the the route ourselves, so you know I would say that it's it is indeed challenging because it's long mm-hmm. but it's not like you're going you know over hill over dale you know yeah. <laughs> now not... is it will we have bandanas or not Do yes you... we're having thursday yes. they're coming in on thursday yeah. yes so that way we can time around our heads around our necks yes. around our arms and we can identify ourselves as pilgrims confession is good for the soul the other day i'm in, I'm in class and my phone goes off i look at it and it's a text from you it said hey we ever got those bandanas and i literally went <gasps> <gasps> yeah well <laughs> i completely forgot it's... to send this guy an, an updated file of the okay. of, what, of what we wanted to print and i was like okay i think we could still get them because the guy said we could turn them around so he wrote me yesterday and said oh yeah yeah i can get That's these great um, I, look for I like to wear bandanas too, yeah so. so they'll be fun so you'll you'll get a nice bandana for your for your efforts and mm-hmm. coming uh with us as well as lunch so w- let's just do a prediction how many people do you think will come Ooh, i'm gonna go high i think okay i'm gonna say 120 oh wow I'm going to say 72, just because, okay. you know, I'm a medievalist and I like numbers. All right. I'm going to write 72. these down. Okay, 120 would be awesome. Price is right rules. Mm-hmm. And we're walking on the sidewalks in yes, Lakewood. And correct. people know that we're coming to town. So, um, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, and we're yeah. parking at St. Luke's, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, park at St. Luke's. And there's, there's also probably on bunts there, there's a lot of street parking. So okay. if, if the lot is full at St. Luke's, which I doubt – um, there's additional street parking there as cool. well. Cool. Yeah, bring an umbrella, bring a yeah. raincoat maybe, but we're we're going rain or shine, baby. We're going rain or shine. I'll be at the seminary for part of this, but then I'll head down and catch up with you probably around uh, 
the end of St. Clements to St. James is probably cool. what I can get over there. Okay, excellent. So it'll be great. I've already walked it, though. So, so that's but, Saturday morning. Yes, absolutely. And then uh, Palm Sunday. So this is the day before Palm Sunday that we're walking, mm-hmm. and then Palm Sunday. What, what's your favorite part of Palm Sunday? Oh, well, this Palm Sunday, I, I really love reading The Passion. And I, I, I do enjoy it when it's broken up in Man, parts. I like that, too. But this weekend, I have I have the Mass at the seminary, and Agnieszka asked me, like, how do you want to do this? I said, I would love to read the whole thing. I love reading. Yeah. And um, I often have a deacon at Mass with me, so it means I don't get to read the gospel. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, but I want to read it. But that just made me think, do I have a deacon at this Mass? I don't know. So I like reading the gospel. Um, and this gospel this week comes from Matthew and... Um, there's, we'll talk about that a little later, but yeah. it, th- I like this one in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I, I, I also like when it's broken up in parts and, mm-hmm. uh, people have different, you know, different parts to take on in the gospel. I think it's nice. It's a nice way to get the community involved in, um, in liturgy and in, in particularly in scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some great – when I was in New York, we were right near Lincoln Center, and so we had some great actors who would actually come mm. to, to our church, and so a lot of them would uh, take a role in the Passion all the time. They were their usual lectors as well. Yeah. And so they really made Scripture come alive, which was really great. I always had the the choir at my first parish mm. be the crowd, and it was really cool the way that they jumped in and all. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, people, when people know what to do, it's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, liturgy done well. Um, yeah, so Palm Sunday. And then, you know, last year was only the second time I'd ever been to the Chrism Mass. Oh, yeah. That's a big deal here in Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. Especially for priests because, well, we, we renew our vows. And it's the we, – we come down early and we're at – I think we're at the Weston Hotel. So there's – I don't know how many priests come down, 300 priests. And we have a talk. Father Eric Garris has given the talk oh, this year. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. yeah. I gave it last year. Um, and – so there's a talk, and then there's a little social, and then we have dinner, and then we've got time before you know mass for the food to digest and to keep our fast, and then we start the uh, big procession into the cathedral for the chrism mass, where the bishop um, blesses the oils, the three oils used throughout the year. That's exciting. He puts the balsam, which is the perfume, mm-hmm. into the chrism, and then he breathes on it. Um, we renew our vows. It's just a great mass. It's it's awesome. Watching Bishop, I had a fairly good seat for it last year uh, mm-hmm. in the in the nave of the church there, and watching Bishop Malesic. <sighs> yeah, it was was really something. I was like really moved by it. Yeah, it was great. Hey, speaking of chrism, let's backtrack a little bit. This past weekend, uh, they dedicated a new altar at my field ed parish, St. Brendan's in North Olmsted. And so I was part of that. I was actually the chrism bearer. Oh, nice. Uh, along, and then four other people were behind me with smaller, like I had the big stock mm-hmm. that was in the, the Ambry. Yeah. And uh, four other people processed behind me with smaller little cruets of the chrism. And Bishop Woost came to uh, dedicate the altar, and he poured the chrism all over their altar and then got to massage it in. The four other people behind me poured all into each corner representing oh, the community. Did they have the little did they have little crosses in it too on the in the altar or no? Uh that's a good question. So I know the before the council there used to be five crosses scored mm-hmm. in the altar for the five wounds of Christ. I don't know if they have to do that anymore or Yeah, I'm not sure. I, okay. I don't remember. I didn't get a good look at the corners of the altar okay. to be honest before they put the okay. uh before they covered the altar with uh, oh. the altar cloth. Oh okay. And is is th- was there a relic in the new altar? There are many relics, actually. Oh, okay. so, and I actually brought them up from uh, from uh, Emily down in archives okay. uh, of 
Innocent and Donatus were oh, the wow. yeah were the, the and there were uh, femur bones on both of them, and so we transported those up uh, to to North Olmsted. And then um, Father Mark House actually donated, and uh, and he was part of St. Brendan's. It was his first assignment, oh. and so he donated um, a cross with a with a bunch of relics in it as well. And so we put those uh, we put those in as well, and then. Uh, Father Tom Wooster's the pastor. Um, he has a dedication to uh, Blessed Pierre Giorgio uh, Fersati. Yeah, and so he um, he wanted something of his in there. So we have a third class relic of him in mm. the altar as well. And then he actually b- went and bought a uh, glass whale because Saint Brendan, as you know, the legend is that Saint Brendan was traveling on his boat. And he pulled up to what he thought was an island, but it was actually a whale. And mm. so he had said mass on the back of a whale. And so he wanted the parish to know that when he's saying mass now, they're saying mass in the back of a whale. Oh, and wow. so he put that in. I've never heard that. In, it's funny. Inside the altar it's as cool. well. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was good, kind of creative, so it was cool. Um, but it was a lovely ceremony. I, was, I had never been to an altar dedication before, and so it was nice to do that. And I'm honored just to be part of it, mm-hmm. too. So it was great. Cool. So Chrism Mass... And then now uh, Bruce Springsteen on Wednesday night. Oh, very nice. That, yeah, that's not part of Holy Week. Where are you sitting? Um, I don't know. One okay. of my friends got I'll me a ticket, so we'll good. find out. Yeah, very nice. But there's nothing that night that I have to go to, so I figure I might as well do some cultural research uh, at the Springsteen show. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I've uh, <laughs> I've put Saint I've put Saint Brendan's on notice. Uh, we have Tenebrae that night, which I'm oh, okay. I don't really have a part in. I can I can help if I if I want to. Um, but uh, Deacon Bob is doing the the Tenebrae service, and I, I said I'll be there under one condition. I said, well, I said if somebody offers me Springsteen tickets, I'm gonna go. Uh, <laughs> I laughed. think I think our Tenebrae is Monday at, at the seminary. So ah, very yeah. nice. Yeah, and then Holy Thursday. Holy Thursday. Yeah. So I'll be at Saint Wendelin because Father Bob Kropak, who's the pastor of Saint Wendelin, is now the administrator also at Mount Carmel West. So. Uh, the Mass is at 6.30. I'm really looking forward to that because that's my baptismal parish, as I think oh, you know. Right. And I yeah. went there um, up until I was in high school. So it'll be good to be back. Um, and I look forward to washing feet. Um, mm. St. Wendland put out a little call because they didn't have anybody's feet to wash. So we retweeted that, got that out there. And now there's 12 people who oh, nice. have their feet washed. And then after that, I am going to walk to seven different churches to do those station churches. So if you recall, we mentioned this on a previous website, we contacted 21 pastors in areas around Cleveland, so Tremont, Duck Island, Ohio City, Hingetown, Gordon Square, Lakewood, where and downtown, in fact, where there are high populations of young adults, asking them to keep their parishes open till 11 p.m. so that pilgrims can visit seven different churches that night, prayer, Eucharistic revival prayer. And I do know that at least Catching Fire and I think Grapevine are going out as groups. I'm just going to start a group. I think I'm going to go to Wendelin, St. Pat's, Malachy's, Emmerich's, down Willie Hill, we'll go to Tremont, um, uh, John Cantius, then I'll hit Augustine and Andrew Kim. I think nice. that's going to be my route. So, are you going to be? Where are you going to be? And where yes, are you going to go? So, so I'll be at St. Brendan's to start, and then when St. Brendan's ends, I'm going to go to five other churches beyond that. Probably okay. in my neighborhood, I was thinking, um, say, sort of the four pilgrim, four uh, Lakewood churches. Four Lakewood yeah. churches; those are easy. Um, so St. Luke's, uh, Transfiguration, St. Clement, St. Uh, James. Probably go to my home parish, St. Chris's, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, at around 10.30, the uh, folks from 
Catching Fire will be at St. Wendelin's, actually, and I'm going to give a reflection at 10.30. Oh, nice. In front of the church. They asked me That's to do great. that. So I said, I think I, I – so let's just be on the safe side. I said, why don't you put me at the last one so I can make sure that I can get there on mm-hmm. time. So, mm-hmm. um, That's cool. So, yeah, so we're going to go over and do that. So that'll be fun. That'll I'm, be a good time. I'm hoping that these groups – like run into each other. So if you're listening and you're like, what, what is this? Can I do it? So it's, we have it, we'll put in the show notes, which parishes are staying open that late. And then um, it's just a great time. Hopefully we'll have good weather and you could drive to the parishes, but some of yeah. them, the, they're, they're so tight. It, you can walk too, which would be really cool. The catching fire folks are doing that actually. Yeah. They're walking. Yeah. Well, so. when I was in Rome, at least for two of the years there, um, I, because the one year, I don't think we were allowed. I, no, I wasn't there for Holy Week because we were sent home because of COVID. But in the city of Rome, it's a tradition to visit seven churches mm-hmm. on the night of Holy Thursday after Holy Thursday Mass. And the, there's so many churches in the city. It's a little easier to do. But we have a lot of churches in our city, too. So let's try it. And it's nice to walk. What else are you going to do that night? Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. You know, And you, could, you most people have Good Friday off, too. Mm-hmm. So you could spend a little extra time as yeah. well. So it'll be fun. So uh, on our next podcast, we'll talk about Good Friday and the Easter Vigil. Mm -hmm. Um, But let's uh, take one of our churches. So the other night, my wife and I decided to uh, go do a fish fry, which we hadn't done uh, all through Lent, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. We hadn't had a fish fry. So I said, let's go over to St. James because it's a parish I haven't really spent a lot of time in, and Mm -hmm. we're doing the the four-church pilgrimage. So I said, let me go over here. And um, I got to tell you, we were so, like – we were really moved by the fish fry. Like the entire community really comes out, and they were so welcoming. They made sure we that we were really taken care of when we came in. Um, it wasn't expensive. Was the other thing? Um, Is it below the church? Okay. Yeah, it's below, oh, the, below church. the church. Yeah, and um, it was funny as we were walking in. I went, "Oh, do you have ca-? like I never carry cash, right?" Mm. And I was like, "Do you have cash?" Just about what she was like, "No, do you have cash?" I was like. No. Mm. <laughs> we might have to hit an ATM, and then we walk in and we see a sign, we take Venmo. I was yeah, so nice. excited. <laughs> nice. Yeah, St. James is a gorgeous church. It was actually one of those that was closed and reopened uh, back in 2009. Yeah. Um, the roof, I think, has some some severe damage yeah, up still. there, but it's modeled after a church in Europe, I think particularly in Italy. But it's it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous church, and the windows are are stunning. So if you've never been there, you can uh, join us on our pilgrimage this Saturday and check it out for yourself. I'll be giving a little reflection there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, and then, yeah, and someone, there's, there's live, there's going to be a fish fry there again, I think this coming Friday. And um, there's actually a lot, some live music there as well. So cool. guy comes playing so, guitar and we're a bunch of little kids. And so he entertained the little kids for a little while too, which I think the parents really appreciated. It's a great, great part of town. Yeah. Uh, Lakewood's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And so then our scripture for this Sunday is uh, Matthew's uh, version of the Passion. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what stood out to you in this one? Well, Peter's denial of Jesus is interesting because, of course, we know he denies him three times. But in Matthew, the details, I think, are very interesting. So the first the first person who questions Peter, we hear, was one of the maids. Mm-hmm. So Peter's supposed to be this strong guy. And it's one of the maids. So it's a woman who comes over. You were with Jesus too, but he denied it in front of everyone. I do not know what you were talking about. Then he went out to the gate and then we hear another girl saw him. Mm. So a girl isn't even a maid, um, or a, but, but younger probably. Yeah. So 
not super threatening, but this man was with Jesus the Nazarene. He denies it. And the third time it was a bystander and said, your speech gives you away. So it wasn't like this was a soldier with a knife to his throat. Um, It was a maid, it was a girl and a bystander, and he still cowered when he shouldn't have. Um, But of course, the good news is that the Lord forgave him, he became the first pope, but he had a really low moment. That's like the worst thing he could do. But I love that we know about it because, geez, at my worst moments, Look Look what the Lord can even do with those. So yeah. that gives me hope, but I think it's kind of the lowest of the low there. You're supposed to be the rock, and you blew it big time. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny. We we don't talk about what we're going to pick in the Scripture. That's exactly what I picked as oh, well to, to stand out. But I, I went just a slightly different way in that uh, I said, you know, Peter goes all the way down to the high priest's courtyard. All the other disciples ran. You know, and I'm like, Peter walked all the way down to the courtyard. If I'm Peter, I'm nowhere near the courtyard, mm-hmm. right? And and I think we forget about that. We th- we focus on the denial sometimes. We don't. We forget. Man, he went a long way and then completely blew it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? well, it's similar to he gets up out of the boat, starts walking on water, and then he sinks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't until he encountered the resurrected Lord that he had the courage and the grace and the stamina to to. to to go for it. You yeah. Know? It makes you feel sorry for him sometimes too. You know, like, oh man, yeah. you, you were almost there. <laughs> but that's my life. I'm right? sure it's your life too. It's our life. Like, yeah, okay. And the great thing about the gospels is that the apostles weren't afraid to share their weaknesses because they know it was in their weaknesses that they became strong. That's how the light gets in, as Leonard Cohen says. Yeah, that's right. Ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack. There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. I wish I had Leonard Cohen's voice, which is like two octaves lower than that. But <laughs> exactly. Anyway. No, that's great. And then, um, yeah, so that's uh, that's the first part of Holy Week. So we went, we took you through Holy Thursday, and we took you through Palm Sunday, the Chrism Mass, Holy Thursday, uh, and yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll get Good Friday, Good Friday, and we'll get the vigil, and we'll get Easter Sunday next week. But stay tuned. Hopefully, we see you Saturday. Do make a plan to do those station churches for Thursday. Also, one of our young adults, uh, Kristen, Krista. 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 Yeah, Krista did a wonderful video that we've been pushing out online um, advertising the station churches. So if you see that, please retweet it, repost it, get the news out, and maybe invite someone who's never been to a, a station church before. Uh, it's e- all we're asking you to do is go in there and pray. Yeah. And even if they don't want to pray, just like, hey, look, come on, come for a walk with me. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Visit yeah, some beautiful churches. Yeah, a couple of times I've done this, and people have just seen that the church was open and they've walked through. There was a guy in a bike one time who walked who, at St. Michael's. Yeah, yeah. Who, who walked in and said, "I've never been in here before," and he goes, "I've taken my bike past this hundreds of times," and he goes, "This is such a beautiful place. I'm bringing my wife back tomorrow night," and he did. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Maybe I'll bring a candle and walk around if it's not windy, and people are like, "Who's that priest with the candle?" I probably won't do that, but whatever. You can bring an electric one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. it is. I'll bring a lantern. (laughs) Oh, there you go. That's a good idea. Look like Ichabod Crane or something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And so hopefully the the end of your Holy Week is going well, and uh, we'll hope to see you uh, Saturday, pre-Holy Week pilgrimage in Lakewood, and then maybe at Station Churches on Holy Thursday as well. Uh, So we'll have this and a whole lot more this Holy Week on Question of Faith. 